you're listening to Irish Radio Canada here at Collision in Toronto two years and there's some Irish entrepreneurs who are displaying their work and seeking investors and seeking partners all sorts of things like that which is what the Collision is all about it's bringing together the various people in technology uh, who can help each other and find markets for each other and Tim Sexton of Guard U and that's G-U-A-R-D-Y-O-O um, is here and uh, kinda, I don't think this, this spell why you why you down in Cork but it's possible Tim welcome Hey Austin, how are you? Great, thanks for having me. Um, so, Gardio, tell me a little about it first of all. So, Gardio operates in the cybersecurity world. Okay. And uh, we work in the area of what we call compromised assessment. So, what that means is um, you don't know what you don't know. No matter how much security you have on your network, yeah. you're never quite sure whether you have enough or whether something has slipped by. Right. So, um, if you think of something like ransomware, I always think ransomware is, is, is akin to being mugged in the street. Yeah. You know, people will come in and they'll take you for whatever's in your wallet. Yeah. And then they'll disappear and hopefully that's the end of it. The real bad guys are the guys that sit on your network and siphon off your data slowly but surely with irregular patterns so you can't even identify you know a, a visible pattern that allows you to say there's something going on here so Tim are you focused then on business to business as distinct from the consumer absolutely yeah right business to business yeah so we would uh, go into you know we recently done a, a project with somebody that would have 18,000 devices on, on their network and we would we would assess all of the activity of those devices over the previous six months. And now when you say devices, we're in a world where the 18,000 devices on the network could comprise a large population of uh, smartphones. Absolutely. Anything that connects to your network. Right. So it's no longer wired. We're in the wireless world when it comes to all this. And that's correct. So if one device has been compromised, it potentially is compromising the whole network. Absolutely. Absolutely. So... um, what we do is we, we look back, we, we take people's log files from their network, and it could be a Windows-based network or a Unix-based network, and we will take their log files, typically for a period of the previous six months, although we have gone back as far as two years. And what we do is we use context to try and identi- identify what we would call indicators of compromise. So if we take a snapshot on on any given day, you may not catch what's going on. But over six months, if anybody is doing something, we should be able to identify, oh, do you know that there's a a device in your machine that's making contact with something outside of your network every third day of the week at four o'clock in the afternoon? So, given that it's business to business, and you hypothetically talk about a network that might have as many as 18,000 devices thereon, would they not have their own IT section and their own security people who would be tasked with this type of a function? Typically they would, but I think the, the challenge that most companies have now is, is that all these IT security divisions are under so much pressure that they, they simply can't, you know, plug every leak in the dam. Okay. You know, uh, I think uh, I was listening to Chris Young from McAfee yesterday give his uh, keynote speech and he mentioned that most IT managers, stroke security managers, 
are dealing with up to 25 different security applications on a daily basis. Okay. So that means they have to monitor upward of 20 plus uh, security solutions that are doing various different jobs on their network. I think where we come in is, is that what, a, what happens if something slips through? Okay. And it's, it, there's a statistic uh, at the moment that if somebody does breach your network successfully, it, it takes upward of 120 days before it's discovered. You can do a lot of damage right. in 120 days. Right. So our, our assessment really done on a regular basis will allow you to, to monitor all those things to try and identify those indicators of compromise. Now when you say you're assessing, so you said you look at the log files and you look for what are, um, let's call them abnormal patterns, hmm. as distinct from normal patterns. Yeah. So um, I presume you have developed some type of a toolkit that allows you to go in and do that type of process. So that's exactly what GuardU is. GuardU is a toolkit that uh, we've developed sophisticated algorithms that will go in and assess the activity of all those devices over a set period of time and we try to uh, identify what we refer to as indicators of compromise. Right. So it's, it's, it's just identifying things that are not quite right and um, shouldn't be happening. It may not be malware, it may not be you know a virus, it could be somebody who's just put something on your network that takes a little bit of data and sends it outside your network whenever the, the outside actor, bad actor, uh, is, is, wants to collect that data. Right, so I can understand that at a, a corporate level, and I was listening to, I think it was even on RTE recently, where um, there's a scam going on where companies were being advised that the banking details of their uh, suppliers were changed and that they should send their electronic funds to a new bank. Um, so I can under and these were relatively small businesses. Um, for the ordinary man in the street, you know, I delete unopened anything between 80 and 100 emails a day. And um, I, I don't know how many times I've been told that I need to change my passport and that I've already been hacked. And I do understand that um, opening an email is the worst thing anybody can do. Because while you may not have been hacked, the worst thing you can do is read the email that says you have. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> so, is this applicable? For in any way for individuals? Not really, not right. really. It's it's an enterprise. It's a, it's a mid-market enterprise solution. Right. And it's it's really for people that um, you know have uh, compliance regulations they need to meet. Right. They need to make sure that if they're carrying customer data, yeah. that that their network is secure. Okay. That nobody is inside the network and siphoning off information that that's sensitive. Okay. Um, so it's. It's, it's not really a B2C offering. Okay. It's, it's so then let's talk about something like, uh, which is both B2B and B2C. And that is, you know, I've heard recently, for example, that WhatsApp 
was um, compromised and we've heard that Facebook were maintaining passwords in an unencrypted format um, and an awful lot of businesses rely on Facebook and use WhatsApp and use all these other platforms that are out there um, would your toolkit come into that area also? Well it can help with passwords um, IT policies so a lot of IT departments will have implemented IT policies that help them meet GDPR for example right. and, and uh, the, their own security um, high standards but when you're dealing with you know uh, I suppose disparate locations uh, remote users uh, new hires will come in and uh, I think I saw something again yesterday saying that the most popular passwords of 2018 were 1234567 you know QWERTY yeah, you know yeah. things like that what our solution will, will identify is where passwords do not meet the required standard as set out by the, the company's IT policy right. so if it's uh, you know for example if, if it's Austin you know 31st of the 10th uh, 1963 it'll identify that is not is not matching the, the, the company's policy right and it will make a recommendation in our report to say the following um, devices are using passwords that are not strong enough not in the correct format and you need to speak to the, the people who own these devices okay so Tim now you're here and you're in the alpha section which means you're here as a startup and you're looking for partners investors and all the rest of it what we've just been talking about is something that um, you, you mentioned McAfee is here and you were in this thing that when it comes to corporate security of networks and cyber security people look for um, reliability and they look for trust they look for um, uh, credentials and all sorts of things so how does collision work for you in bringing your skill set to toolbox to market well, I think the idea of coming to, to Canada um, when we're based in Ireland is really just to dip our toe in, in what's happening in, in North America. I think from what I've seen since we're, we're here, Toronto is, is becoming a real tech hub and there's lots of support from the, the local government and uh, there, there's lots of, of uh, different organizations that are willing to, to help you set up right. here. Um, so for us it's, it's uh, an opportunity to come over and we're not really looking to grab the first person that offers us funding. What we're really looking for is somebody who understands what we're doing. I suppose shares our values and um, also can help us open up the market. So we're we're looking for people that really understand cybersecurity, okay, and um, can help us break into a, a, a channel of resellers and can make the introductions. And you know, if if funding is what we need to scale up really quickly, we'll, we'll gladly you know take that check. Right. So you're located in Cork. Yes. And okay. um, where and why? because again I know there are different pockets around the country in Ireland when it comes to nurturing uh, incubation and whether it be at the regional technical colleges a variety of things um, aside from you having a rebel passport <laughs> um, 
which I do. Why else would you be located in Cork? So Cork is a, is a real um, is a real tech hub at the moment, and within that, there's a lot of security expertise. So we've got the likes of Trend Micro, McAfee, FireEye. Alien Vault, um, Malware Bytes, okay. uh, you've got VMware, you've got Dell, you've got Quest, you've got SolarWinds. There, there's, there's, there's a lot of, of um, the, the large brands have their European headquarters in Cork, which gives you great access to not just technical expertise, but also sales and marketing expertise. Right. Because if you want to scale, you need salespeople, you need people who understand how to sell, people who understand the the, the technology, the, how, they, how to sell the value of what we do, and you also need a marketing engine as well. Uh, the, the CIT in Cork is running a very strong cloud technology course, okay. it's a degree course, and once you finish your degree in cloud technology, you can um, move on to a post-grad in cyber security. Okay. So there's a, a lot of graduates coming out and they're not just interested in the technical roles, they're interested in sales. Right. Because despite what everyone thinks, you know, um, salespeople do earn, 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 earn a good living, I especially in technology. Yeah. <laughs> I spent 16 years in the satellite. <laughs> Um, but um, the other thing is, you know, we hear of Dublin, and we, you know, we hear of all the majors are in Dublin. So I guess Dublin tends to overshadow the rest of the country as regards what's there. I know we know Apple is in Cork, but and Pfizer is down there on the drug side. But aside from that, we really don't hear about other parts of the country and what their technology wealth is or their technology strength. Yeah, maybe, maybe you should have someone from the IDA here to, to talk about that, you know. If, uh, <laughs> well, like you know, and when I say that, I mean, you know, because the big names are in Dublin, so the press releases come out about Google and about Facebook, and Dublin is buzzing and it's bursting at the seams and all the rest. So, you know, it's more, as I say, it's the marketing or the, the, the awareness of what's yeah, there. You, you know, I, I think that um, Dublin is obviously the nation's capital, yeah. and it's always going to be the... the the first landing point for a lot of companies, but I mean Cork is Cork is, is a great city. It's everything is in walking distance in the city centre. There's a, a, a great buzz. There's you know it's it's uh, you know you got places like Kinsale yeah. uh, that that has Haven, Crosshaven. What about the second oldest sailing club in the world? Sailing the, the oldest, world. I believe. Is the oldest yeah, second oldest. Crosshaven, I, I always thought was the oldest sailing yeah, club yeah. in the world. But you know it's a, but even Galway is coming up now as well. Yeah. You've got companies in Galway. I think Shopify are in Galway. Well, there's Shopify are using a lot of people working from home. Exactly. Because even though they're heavily in Galway, and I know I, I want to talk to someone at Shopify about this, but this time last year we were at home, and this were this May, June time frame, and there was a real bad storm. I don't know if you remember it. <laughs> and as far as I recall, I remember hearing it on the news that most of the businesses in Ireland achieved a 40 to 50 percent productivity rate during the two or three days of the storm. Shopify I achieved 105 percent. Mm. Yeah. People that they couldn't go out. Yeah. <laughs> Stay at the yeah I, I, it's something we talk about all the time. I think remote working yeah. is uh, is coming. But now that comes back to your to your toolkit because remote working now is putting more devices on the network from 
in all sorts of locations. Absolutely, and, and that doesn't affect what we're doing because no, I, well, it, it, it plays into it. it absolutely, yeah, 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 it helps. Um, I think one of the largest projects we've, we've been involved with over the last uh, 12 months. I think we analysed 110,000 devices on a network. Okay. You know, that was a, a large bank, which was not in Ireland. Yeah. But um, so that's the sort of scale. Bank in Ireland has 110,000 devices on the network. I'd be surprised that they know of. <laughs> that they know of. You know. Tim, <laughs> it's been great chatting with you. Yeah, it's been a pleasure meeting you. And wish every success with Gardu. Uh, if anyone wants to find out more, I'm sure you have a website. Yeah, just Gardu.com. And that's YOO. YOO, yes. G U A R D Y O O.com. I think YOU was taken. Was it? <laughs> Right, right. So, and uh, thanks very much indeed. Thanks for having me. Right. And you are listening to Irish Radio Canada at home and abroad.